You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can be seen on various social media outlets, including Facebook at Martin Houston Live, Tide 109, uh, as well as the personal page, Alabama Tradition, and X's and O's Sports. So, got a lot of ways for you to do it out there on Facebook, also YouTube, if you happen to be a person that uh, wants to watch it live on YouTube or in playback mode and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. It is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning. Um, it's going to be a short week this week, uh, cause of Memorial Day, but hey, it's a Wednesday morning and we are live, local, and ready to get things going. Remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Uh, so get in the game. Um, I want to encourage you to go out there today and, and uh, notice someone, serve someone, and be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Glad, glad to have you with us once again as we move throughout the morning. Got a great show lined up for everybody. We'll be talking a little bit, of course, about uh, spring meetings and, and, and uh, what's going on there. Uh, as uh, Coach Nick Saban spoke yesterday. Um, and, uh, of course, um, Jimbo Fisher speaks today. Uh, so we'll we'll see if he is as cordial um as Saban was uh, yesterday, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, get you and Joe's thoughts in terms of uh, you know um, what you think about what was said yesterday, and also um, what you think Jimbo will will have to say today. Kirby also had an interesting take on the conversation. Um, was Kirby just trying to downplay it? being a good friend to both of these guys as he was on that staff with um, Jimbo and, and Saban um, did his words 
makes sense uh, when, with what he said on yesterday. We'll also have um, uh, a, a Bama player uh, on with us today. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, we'll let you know who that is uh, here uh, shortly, but he'll be joining us in uh, the second quarter, uh, spending a little time uh, with him. So uh, if you want to uh, hear from a current Bama player, which is kind of weird, Joe, uh, you know, uh, we've been in this for a while. Can't, couldn't, couldn't really talk to those regular players unless it was some scripted mate, uh uh, made for TV kind of movie <laughs> interview, but uh, we'll have a player with us this morning. Uh, kind of different, isn't it? Yeah, that is going to be different, but uh, really exciting. Uh, we'll have to see uh, what all what, what all the player that you pulled has been up to this summer and what their plans are. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, with that said, uh, I'll kind of uh, get some conversation and thoughts from you guys. Uh, uh, in terms of Nick Saban and uh, what he had to say yesterday, doubled down on, uh, in, in the same way Jimbo doubled down on Nick, Nick Saban was wrong, Nick Saban seems to have doubled down on his comments and his words. But um, let me, um, and um, let me see with uh, the, um, uh, before I get into that, um, we always reported on the negative side. Uh, it looks like the um, charges against all charges against Jerry Judy have been dropped. So, uh, Joe, tell us real quick about about that story before we get into the SEC media days. Well, Jerry Judy was uh, due to appear in court, I believe, on Monday, but the, the, through back channels or through with their lawyers, you know, his his uh, the alleged victim, the mother, the mother of his child, asked uh, the day that he was released for for the charges to be dropped, and uh, so the judge. Uh, ended up doing that yesterday. Uh, they, they didn't have a, a court appearance on Monday, and the judge followed through with that request based off uh, the very limited, uh, I guess, I guess, circumstance between Jerry Judy and the mother. There was no real property damage. There was no physical altercation. It was more so he was holding on to a couple of her items, uh, and I think once that she got those back, everything kind of ended up all good. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things if police are called in a domestic uh, case, uh, somebody's going to jail. <laughs> so yeah. uh, regardless of, of what happens next, somebody's going to jail that day. Uh, so glad that's over. But, hey, just real quick on the, on the Nick Saban uh, thoughts. What are your thoughts when Nick Saban once again doubles down, uh, guys, and says, hey, I did not accuse anybody of anything wrong yeah i mean he 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 didn't he just gave what he feels like the nil should be and how it shouldn't be used when you turn around and look at the simple fact that he doesn't want players being bought and when you look at the fact that there could be a lot of stipulations and and backdoor things that could potentially prevent a kid from transferring if he doesn't like it at a school you know these, these people are investing lots of money into these guys through the way that it's happening right now and all of these people want rois return on investment 
answer, I think that it could potentially lead to some things that that hurt players down the road. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Joe. I'll let you respond since I asked the question. Oh, well, I think he was funny because the the original question that he was asked was, uh, what proof do you have that A&M bought their recruiting class? And he skirted the question. He skirted the question by, say, by just going, well, I didn't say they cheated. <laughs> but that wasn't the question, uh, Coach Saban. Uh, so, I mean, he's funny. He's, uh, he, I, I think he's funny because, you know, w- w- what, what have we been recruiting on for the last 30 years? Facilities, academic, academic support, uh, you know, getting to the NFL, yeah, great coaching. And what fuels all those things? Money. So it's just... Just the same. It's just the same thing. Fueling recruiting, uh, just out in the open, and, and Coach Saban. Just, uh, I think he's wanting to keep some semblance of control, which is understandable as a coach. But uh, he made me laugh yesterday. So, do you think Nick Saban uh, wanting some type of guidelines is wrong? Good for college football or bad for college football? Mm, uh, I, I, I still haven't quite decided because of what. District. Because what do we think those guidelines are going to be, and and, and who is going to bring them down? Uh, one of the comments he made yesterday was we probably need to get some federal legislation uh, for guidelines, and I think that's a total mistake based off everything that happens up in Washington. So, like, <laughs> what 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 is he? Who's coming down on the guidelines? And the other thing is who's enforcing the guidelines? And we don't. The NCAA is a toothless organization, so I I, I don't really know that he's going to get what he wants. Yeah, and, and here's here, here's my thing, Joe. There is there is no way um, if if because they're trying to have a model. It's interesting. The model that college football on is really similar to the NFL model. Would you agree with that? Now, would you agree with, with that? In some ways, the model is similar to the at least until you make that first transfer, you can have free agency. Uh, you can get paid, um, you can negotiate your own deals. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of similarity to it, for sure. But but the biggest similarity is, and this was hurting the NFL, Joe. When I came out of college, the NFL was starting to have serious problems because of the lack of um, salary cap and contract guidelines, et cetera. Um, uh, that, um, you see what I'm saying? So, so without any type of, there's no salary cap, there's no trade windows. There's the the very things that they have NFL have guidelines around those like free agencies can't just be contacting players and stuff during any time of year. Can't put their name out there, et cetera. And they have a contract that they are tied into, for a certain length of time. The college game is you come in and you don't have a contract with the school. You have a contract with who, uh, whoever. Uh, you can leave at any time, and there's no salary cap. So I think there needs to be some guidelines, uh, while at the same time I do think that that this is a change that Nick Saban is going to fight, like, he de- like he's done every other change, to try to keep status quo because he's the best at status quo. And I think that's what you're trying to say as well. 
Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, he is the best of status quo, no, no doubt. Uh, and, and I understand fighting change. I, I don't like change in, in, in my own life, so I understand that. Uh, the, yes, there are. Uh, the, I, I do think that uh, you need to have an open, you know, a window where you know once you're in, once you're in in August, you can't talk to anybody till the end of the year. Uh, I agree with that for sure. But there, there are there are a, n- a number of sports that have uh, no salary cap. There's a number of sports that have the the, fr- the kind of the free transfer sort of thing. Uh, so I mean, it's it's worked in. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about international soccer. I'm thinking about Major League Baseball. Uh, it's it's worked in, in several different sports, uh, but but there, I agree that there needs to be a more uh, set timeline. The recruiting calendar and the transfer portal need to kind of be reworked. Yeah, and and I, I'll close this because we got to get the break. But but I'll, I'll say all of those either have some type of established rule, established governing body, or unions that's kind of protecting the players, the league, etc. The problem with the NCAA and and they made the great in in a two to three year window they made the biggest changes in the history of a sport with no oversight. <laughs> so it just it, I mean you're, you you if anybody thought that this was going to not be Wild Wild West they're totally crazy. So hey let's get the break here coming back on the other side uh, we're going to reach out to uh, a guest and bring them on. You listen to the Martin Houston Show on Tide. We will have uh, that guest on the Alabama One Hotline. We will not be taking calls this morning uh, during that time, uh, but uh, we will give you a chance to respond afterwards. You listen to the Martin Houston Show with XSL Sports, Xavier Houston. Point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and things pretty quiet as we start our Wednesday morning, first day of June. Please drive carefully, and if you do see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another hot day today. The sky partly to mostly sunny. Tuscaloosa's high 92. Tonight fair with the low at 70. Tomorrow a mixture of clouds and sunshine with scattered showers and thunderstorms possible by afternoon. The high tomorrow 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook.
All right, welcome. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Hey, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on the Alabama One Hotline. We'll still reach out to our guests uh, this morning, and so uh, not able to get them during the break, but we'll continue to reach out. In the meantime, if you want to talk to us about what's going on uh, down in uh, spring meetings, you are welcome to give us a call. Uh, what we can do, actually, Joe, um, is uh, Nick Saban had a, a nice lengthy response <laughs> to the um, um, question um, uh, can we pull that audio up and listen to what Coach Nick Saban had to say uh, and, and, and hear his words? Because he talked a little bit more than just saying I didn't accuse him. He did give a little bit more about what he hopes to see with his name, image, and likeness. Pretty class. You know, I, I, I didn't really say that anybody did anything wrong. Well, you said they bought their recruiting class. I didn't say anybody did anything wrong. Okay, and I've said everything I'm going to say about this, but, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I guess the point, and I should have ne never mentioned any individual institutions, and I said that before, but, you know, some kind of uniform uh, name, image, and likeness, you know, standard um, that supports some kind of e equitable uh, national competition. Uh, I think is really, really important in college athletics and college football. And we've always had that, you know, whether it's equal scholarships, equal Austin money, you know, whatever it might be. And um, so that's kind of point one. You know, point two is we need some kind of transparency in name, image, and likeness deals, you know, to verify that, um, you know, players are doing what they need to do to uh, – have the opportunity to, you know, make money in name, image, and likeness. And believe me, I'm all for players making as much as they can make, okay? Um, but I also think that, you know, we've got to have some uniform, transparent way to do that. Um, our players did extremely well last year um, in name, image, and likeness because they got agents, they had representation, uh, they had people who uh, wanted them to... Um, actually endorse something for them and they did very very well and it's public record and you can see how well they did and i think that also student athletes need some protection um from you know unfair name image likeness representation or deals um you know you could have a player and we've had this happen to us in the past that thinks he's signing one thing and he signs something else and gives up his freedom of choice in the future as to who represents him. Um, you know, we have no oversight, you know, right now for players, you know, when it comes to this. And, you know, I also think that, you know, boosters, you know, should continue to be precluded from recruiting, um, including use of, you know, name, image, and likeness off offers, you know, prior to you know, enrollment. So, um, you know, that's basically, you know, what I have to say about, you know, some of the things that I think we need to do from a college football perspective. This is not about Alabama. This is not about what's best for us. Um, I just hope that we can sort of put some guardrails 
you know, on all this. I've read something in the Wall Street Journal that said, you know, what we've done in college football, and I'm paraphrasing here, is um, put a canoe on top of our SUV to go to the lake, didn't tie it down, took off, and just hoped for the best. And um, I think that's, you know, kind of where we are right now. And uh, I, I think it's a great thing for players, um, you know, to, to have the opportunity. They've always been able to work. I've always said I've encouraged, you know, this whole name, image, and likeness thing for, you know, players to be able to earn money. So um, it's um, it's just something that I think we need to make sure that we have a uniform way to have equitable competition. Uh, it's transparent. We protect the student-athlete. Um, and, you know, boosters have never been involved in recruiting and uh, hopefully – you know, we'll not allow that to happen relative to this circumstance. Is Jim lying when you say when he says that uh, that they didn't do anything? I have no problem with Jimbo. Uh, I have no problem with Jimbo at all. So. Wow. Uh, as Coach Nick said, he said a mouthful. Uh, ex, uh, we'll, we'll talk about several things that he had to say there. And, hey, listen, if you're listening out there and you want to get in on the conversation, you want to comment, please uh, know we, we, we have not been able to um, get the player on. Um, so uh, we, we we opened the album on hotline up for business, and you're welcome to call us at 205-342-9904 if you want to comment on those uh, that audio from uh, Coach Nick Saban. Uh, he said several things there, transparency, uniformity, player protection, and booster. Like it, love it, or hate it, all of those are legit concerns, and I want to talk to to each one of them, uh, despite the fact that uh, um, there may also be, uh, hey, the status quo is changing, and, you know, I've been the daddy of the status quo, uh, and I don't want to change it 70 plus years old, uh, or the way I do recruiting. Um, but did, are the points valid? If this was anybody else saying it, would we have a different opinion of it? Um, or, or is it because he's the top dog saying it? It sounds like he's whining. But if this was coming from other coaches, would these be legit concerns? Because that's what you have to look at. I, I, I've always said that Nick Saban, X, and, and Joe really does care about college football. I, I, I believe that he, um, you know, tries to uh, protect the integrity of the game. And I, I'm, I'm not sure that this is not uh, the same thing. So uh, we'll, we'll look at those things. And you got to like uh, the analogy that uh, was given uh, a SUV with a canoe on top X and took off. That's kind of the way, <laughs> way I describe it. They make the biggest changes uh, out there ever in the sport with no, uh, no way to ensure that, that it, you know, was uh, implemented correctly. What's your thoughts on, on that overall? And then we'll get into those specifics. Yeah, you, know, uh, you you have to agree with Coach Saban with everything that he said. And uh, when you when you stop and look at the uh, how how it's happened, it, it is the Wild Wild West. 
you talk about how it is very much similar to the NFL, but the NFL has a ton of regulations and restrictions that allow them to be able to uh, have set guidelines, and college football doesn't have that. You can train, you can enter the portal anytime, as you said. You're now able to unregulatedly pretty much pay players to sign with your school. And like I said, what happens three years from now, you know, unless you're really going to make these scholarships and things like that, contracts like the NFL, uh, a guy goes to his school, sits there for two years, doesn't get on the field, but because he was paid, he's now potentially having to pay that back or whatever, just because you never know what goes on with these deals behind uh, closed doors. And now that the money can be out there in the open and it's bigger money, it can cause more issues. Think, think about something. Um, the um, Think about what happened with uh, uh, what happens in the NFL uh, in terms of uh, protection. That was one of the things he talked about uh, the NFL has not just agents, right? I don't just have individual agents that 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 represent them. They have the players union that make sure that the agents and or the NFL doesn't take care care of them of, of doesn't take advantage of of them. So. Um, is is that going to be one of the things when Nick Saban says player players need protection, and he didn't say who, but I've heard myself, Xavier and Joe, of a Bama player signing with someone and then turning around and having a potential opportunity to sign with someone else, not realizing what they had done. Um, it was a binding contract. Um, so when when they get representation, that's great. But what if the person who comes to represent them don't really know what they're doing? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not really sure when you look at it from that standpoint. But what you mean you're not really sure about what? Well. When you look at the the, bind, the binding of the uh, contract, uh, things like that, it, it it can it can get twisted because once again these are these are sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year old kids at the time that they're doing this, and so they're not sure is is probably more what I mean. They're not sure about what they're signing, what they're getting right. themselves into with, without the proper representation. Well, and, and that's the thing: who's going to make sure? Who, who's out there right now to make sure that players um, don't get taken advantage of? Okay, um, when 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 you could not sign with players, what 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 got Alabama put on probation at a time when I was playing? Right after I finished playing, Antonio Langham was approached by an agent, right, knowing kind of the guidelines, and it wasn't a free for all. And he made a decision to sign with someone. So, uh, and then after thinking about it, realized mm, this is not the path I want to go down. Right. So after he 
decided that he came back and tried to get, you know, rectify something. And I think he actually had put his name on a, like a napkin. But, but my point behind that is now it's the wild, wild west. Anybody can approach a player and offer to represent them and entice them and encourage them to sign with them. Okay. And when that happens, Who's going to make sure that that kid, because if they don't know, they don't know they should have a lawyer read over that because it's a contract. It can be a contract. I can write it up as a contract. And when you sign it, you could be signing, hey, I'm. you could be signing as a player of Alabama or you could be signing for them to represent you no matter where you go. Okay. So, yeah. so, so, so it's, it's, it's not just as simple as, I signed an agreement with uh, this guy to go play for Alabama. Because you're not signing with Alabama. This is an agreement that you're signing for someone to represent you. Uh, uh, and, and they may tie you in to – they can't tie you into the NFL, but they can tie you into your college career. You could be signing and saying, hey, no matter where, what school I go to or what school I'm participating with or whatever um, – I am going to uh, – you're going to be my representative. So uh, there's, some, there's some things that we, we need to get to break here, but we'll continue a couple things. Like I said, Nick Saban talked about uh, boosters in recruiting, player protection, uniformity, transparency. Uh, does all of that equal uh, more oversight from the NCAA? Does it include a player's union? Um, is that what's next? Is there a fix for name, image, and likeness? We'll talk about that more right here on the Martin Houston Show. Hey, remember this as we go to break here. Don't forget to go check out Alabama One. Alabama One has a great promotion going on right now, featuring an opportunity for you to get loans as low as 1.99%. Uh, uh, as well as get a big green egg uh, opportunity to win a big green egg. Uh, that's on commercial and ag equipment, as well as recreational vehicles, including boats, motorcycles, RV, RVs, UTVs, and golf carts. Go to alabama1.org. That's alabama1.org. Click on the banner, find out more information there, or stop by one of our branch locations, Alabama One. Alabama One, one together. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out 
by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Hey, uh, um... I don't know. I just saw this tweet. I don't know if you guys have seen the tweet or not. Uh, but the seating chart. Has any, have y'all seen the seating chart uh, tweet, Joe? Xavier? Yeah. <laughs> Is it not hilarious? Just for all of you who I'll, I'll tweet it out at Martin Houston 35 uh, later on. But uh, oh, man, look at this. Uh, Joe, have you seen it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Save. Uh, <laughs> Jimbo's isolated. Yeah, that is hilarious. He's the only like like he's surrounded by three to four SEC officials <laughs> on each side, and all everybody else, uh, all the other head coaches um, are around the outside, as they like to say. So, um, <laughs> a very very interesting uh, seating chart. Jimbo Fisher. Uh, two seats down from uh, Greg Sankey to his right, in between uh, David Cutcliffe and uh, 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 William King. So uh, they isolated Jimbo Fisher, set him across, directly across from Lane Kiffin. Do you find it interesting that they got Kiffin and uh, Leach uh, right beside each other? I thought that was an interesting uh, setup uh, there. Um, the Wild Boys of Mississippi. Yeah, and so, uh, but Brian Kelly, Mark Stoops, Kirby Smart uh, beside each other, Billy Napier, Brian Harson, Sam Pittman, Nick Saban, uh, and then uh, Eli uh, Drinkwood uh, to the uh, left, and then Beamer Heupel and Lee and Dunlap. Uh, that, uh, that's the guys that are that are seated around uh, the table there. So I just thought that was interesting that, uh, that he, they had him sitting there. Hey, uh, we had um, some comments from um, uh, Curtis Moore uh, and uh, a couple guys 
Uh, Curtis Moore says some folks may say Coach Saban is crying, but he isn't the only one saying this. Other coaches ain't saying it exactly like Coach Saban, but trust me, they are saying and thinking the same thing too. Now, if Coach Saban was the only one saying this, then I can see the whole whining, crying thing that some folks seem um, to think Coach Saban is doing. Uh, Chuck Hunt, the media, was trying to get Coach Saban to bite. He didn't bite for it. Um, and uh, Greg Sankey has <laughs> has had to become a school principal as SEC commissioner with Saban and Sankey. Um, I, we got another comment from that, but we got a caller on hold as well. So let's get to Curtis Lewis. You're in uh, with the Martin Houston show uh, with Martin and X. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, Martin, I don't see the issue with NIL per se because I really don't think NIL is the problem. It's the fact that these schools are using the, the, the tag NIL to just make straight payments to these kids in high school. Just, that's just a straight payment. It's not NIL at all. They just put it under the disguise of NIL. So NIL isn't an issue at this point. It's just you got to eliminate these payments, make these bidding wars that some of these schools are trying to put you into. And, and that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And, 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 and that's something and, that. And, and Curtis, I, to your point, that's why Saban says boosters, because businesses. Like like NIL is supposed to be about you taking your name, your image, and likeness as a college athlete, not as a high school athlete, yeah. as a college athlete, and then getting um, endorsements, sponsorships, um, using your brand, your name, uh, et cetera, to gain money, okay? What yeah. Safe is saying is the boosters, and that's what you're saying is, the boosters now in recruiting are going and getting these kids and offering them deals before they get to college and before they're officially on on um, on on campus. So, you know, and, and that's the, that's that. And I think that's the question is, uh, do we want boosters involved? Do we want boosters involved at that level? And if so, Make it where everybody can do it, or make it where can't anybody do it. Yeah, and that's and that's like you said, that's the problem right there. Is the fact that they make these payments to these kids, the boosters are, and you you got to remove those folks, and that shouldn't be that hard to do if you give the NCAA or whatever the governing body is, whoever that governing body is going to be, the authority to be at number one, the subpoena, and then also be able to go out and legislate um, that activity. And that's what I mean when I say legislative activity is to simply be able to tell folks, well, no, you can't do that and not worry about being litigated against. And they say, you know, everything is free fall all over again. So I think that's going to be the biggest sticking point of the whole deal is that legislation and then the fact that you got to get the business out of it. And if, and if you're going to have make this much money in college sports, as much as football makes, if you put a lot of schools to pay the players because the schools are the ones that are going to generate the money anyway. The football teams are going to generate the money, so let them share in that kind of money and put you're going to put it back into the system anyway, back into your program. Well, put it back into the players in their hands, just like Saban is wanting to do. Pay the players that way you can govern that, you can control that. You can't control money that's not your money. There's no way to control somebody else's money. You're going to control your money. 
and let your money be the ones paying the players. Yeah, when you look at uh, and Curtis, I, I, I'll let you respond to that. You know, Lane Kiffin, I'm telling you, he 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 says things off the cuff and things like that, but he he's being honest, and uh, we didn't dig into that. Uh, letter, I mean, interview he did uh, with Sports Illustrated. But one of the things he said is, you know, Kiffin says he he doesn't understand how college football has not yet moved to a professional model. He says, we're a professional sport, he says, and they're professional players. Uh, And I've heard Nick Saban make that same statement. And I think that's kind of where the the dilemma is, is that we're kind of caught in between – you know, between the two of we still have some amateur status because that's 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 what's saying you can't recruit. It's the amateur status part rule of the NCAA that is what prevents boosters from going after it. You know, yeah. um, and, and so um, could you imagine what would happen if the NFL uh, could go to college and start recruiting players? And not have a structured draft that 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 set priority. Yeah, so like baseball does now. Huh? <laughs> different little, just like baseball does now. Baseball what? does at these different countries where they get these guys and put them in their little systems that they got stashed away in these other little countries, that's, that's and then very all true. of a sudden they, they they bring them up and say, "Oh, look what we found! You didn't find him. You found that kid when he was five or ten years old, and you <laughs> you groomed him up to that point." So and that's the thing, and they got to give the control on. to the. Yep. Yeah. And Curtis, think about this though. Think about this. What what's what's going on? What Nick Saban is complaining about, or crying about, or whining about, or speaking about, regardless of what your angle is, would be this. Could you imagine if who 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 needs a quarterback the most in the NFL right now, and would get them over the top? Mm, um, I hate to say it, but just needs a, my, okay. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> You're too I, I don't love Tua. Don't get me wrong now. I love Tua, but uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but, 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 but watch this. What if Miami was uh, was offering um, Bryce Young the moon right now and everybody else was, was trying – I mean, in trying to keep him from getting and, – and Bryce gets to choose where he goes, okay? That's that's what makes the difference between the NIL and boosters being involved is could you imagine what the NFL would look like if they were all recruiting players with no limitations on what they could offer them um, and – and they could get this guy that they wanted, uh, and now take that and translate that down to boosters going after sixteen and seventeen year olds. That's yeah, what that's that, what Nick Saban is speaking against. Yeah, and, and when Nick Saban decides that he's speaking on this, he just gonna go with what whether it's flowing like he's done on other things. It's gonna get downright ugly for the rest of college football. <laughs> it's gonna get ugly. So I'm sure at some point, once he does that, then next thing you know, just like we saw with the BCS and the bowl game, bowl system, it's going to be a massive change just almost overnight, 
oh, we got to do this instead because they're getting too far ahead of us again. <laughs> Yeah, let's <laughs> do it all over again. As soon as Nick does it, it they're gonna put a break on it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, all right. All right, have a good one. All right. Hey, coming back, we will not have Scotty uh, on with us this morning, so uh, we'll continue a little bit of this conversation, and I'll wrap up with an encouraging word uh, as we uh, go off the air. But we'll have more uh, information about Nick Saban and this whole NIL thing. Uh, X and tomorrow, uh, guys, we may dig into this Lane Kiffin thing. Uh, Lane Kiffin, you know, um, he, he, he put out some conversation about, hey, in the room, we're professional. And he kind of called some people out yesterday, even though he's on a gag order. He said uh, the way these coaches have acted at press conferences is akin to, I'm paraphrasing, akin to people who text. They'll act and say things on a text that they won't say in person. Uh, was that a shot at Jimbo? We'll talk more about uh, spring meetings, Nick Saban whining, crying, or just trying to protect college football. Is he the spokesperson or is he the lone wolf that doesn't like the direction of recruiting in college football? We'll continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. The search continued Tuesday afternoon for the body of a Coleman man who drowned in Smith Lake on Memorial Day. Aaliyah says 60-year-old Frankie D. Cruz drowned near Miller's Flats after he dove into the lake to retrieve a canopy that fell from his boat. Auburn City Councilman Jay Hovey is the winner of the State Senate District 27 primary by one vote. Hovey defeated State Senator Tom Watley of Auburn, who was running for his fourth term. Don't let anybody tell you your vote doesn't count. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbor's, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom-shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama Sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. I want to remind you, go check out Taco Casa, Taco Casa, quality taste value, and the biggest cactus in town. Six location in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama, to better serve you, tacocasa.com. Hey, Chuck, um, thanks for holding. Uh, Chuck, you're on with the Martin Heath Show. What's on your mind, sir? 
Uh, good morning, Brother Houston and, and Xavier, uh, father and son. Uh, it's always great to see you, you two on there together. And uh, it's, it's interesting you're talking about the conversation that's going on about the uh, NIL. And uh, you're talking about a high school, you know, here in my state, uh, Louisiana, you know, they, you know, it's starting that now uh, with uh, high school players can, uh, with name, image, and likeness. And uh, I want to see how that's going to work uh, because, you know, I'm, you know, I look at that as just, uh, you know, we looked at it as fun. You know, you and I, you know, the time we came along, just looking at it as, Fun, but I was looking at it there. Definitely, this I, I had to have a good laugh about. It. I heard you read, uh, read my comment and uh, about Greg Sankey be, uh, being the principal. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite interesting. Yeah, there's some characters there, Nancy, and, uh, and I know uh, Coach Saban is there. With uh, he's not, but I'm still thinking about Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin. Oh gosh, <laughs> it sound, you know what it sounds like. You you two, it sounds like a. Uh, Sound like championship wrestling. That's what that's what started sound start thinking about Rick Flair and uh, Hulk Hogan and and many others, Junkyard Dog and Ernie Ladd, many others. <laughs> I know the exact he was like, Who's that? Ernie Ladd, but yeah, think about all those people and uh <laughs> Yeah. It, it it is definitely uh it was definitely um uh Wild Wild West and uh, before and um Jimbo uh definitely uh had a WWE uh, e moment, uh, uh, WWE moment when he came off the top rope with an elbow to uh, Saban's <laughs> head. So, but but anyway, hey, yeah, um, uh, thanks, Chuck. And you bring up a good point uh, with this whole right. Louisiana, this whole Louisiana thing of of getting into the high school. Uh, that's yeah. a potential potential can of worms that. Uh, um, that nobody is, is ready for uh, because uh, will they have it where you can sign a deal that carries over into college because the college deal doesn't carry over into the NFL officially, meaning that I can't sign a kid in college and automatically he has to honor that contract into the NFL. Uh, and so there's a lot to, 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 to deal with that. That's going to be interesting uh, uh, to see. Um, the difference, uh, I think, is you know part of the argument for college football players to get paid was that they're making money, uh, yeah. millions and millions, and getting up to the billion dollar industry. High school, yeah. on the other hand, they're not making money. So that's no. going to be interesting to see. And if you think it had the potential to be bad in a locker room in college. Um, the um the, the the high school thing is gonna be really bad. Hey Chuck, we got to get get ready to get out of here, but I appreciate though that, that comment and yes, Sankey is uh SEC commissioner slash principal at least for the foreseeable future. <laughs> All right, you two take care and be safe that out over there. All right. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thank God. Have a good hey, one, Chuck. Yeah. Hey, th- there's a lot uh guys that, that, that we need to continue to come conversate over. Uh, want to get back to those things about Nick Saban, C.J. Watson saying that another coach wouldn't necessarily make the argument that Saban's making because he's had a recruiting advantage. I'm not sure. So sure. I think there's two things going on. Coaches understand that Nick Saban is going to eventually retire. Also, um, the the only way that some of these guys like the Ohio States of the world and the uh, Georgias of the world, the only way that they're keeping up with Nick Saban is the fact that they recruit like Nick Saban. They don't. The, 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 let me ask you guys this question, and, and, we'll, and we'll, like I said, we'll continue the conversation tomorrow. 
Joe, Xavier, uh, do you guys think that the the Blue Bloods uh, want Nick Saban to win this argument because the reality of it is uh, a team that's been struggling to get back into that top elite uh, that has money and boosters now has a pathway if this is not regulated? Well, I, I look at it like this. We we talked about it the other day when you brought up uh, Georgia just now getting a indoor practice facility, and they're one of the best teams in the country right now because of the way they've been able to recruit lately compared to when you came to Alabama, they had an uh, indoor facility in the 80s. So for schools like that, well, they're able to co- recruit on the level because strictly off of coaching staff and the production on the field. Now, Georgia loses more than Alabama does and other schools, like you said, Ohio State, because they don't have some of the money in other areas that even in Alabama does, uh, not comparable to the oil money that Texas A&M and Texas have. I tell you what, Joe, we'll, instead of cramming you in, I'll get you, we'll pick that conversation up tomorrow. Hey, as we go to break, uh, 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 we can learn from a, a quick lesson uh, in regard to the, the uh, from the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled with the harvest of their lips. They are satisfied. The tongue has power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Hey, we can learn something from this Jimbo Saban uh, conversation of how we need to use the power of our tongue uh, to create life and or death. Uh, both of these guys have had opportunities to go after each other with Venom. Jimbo took the bait. Saban denied the bait. You'll have an opportunity today as you go throughout to take the bait. Will you use your tongue to create life or death? Will you be a spice speaker or a death creator with the, your, the power of your tongue? Hey, make sure that you speak life over people. And remember this. Hey, I'm reversing it today. This is the day that the Lord has made. So rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, and speak life over them and not death. Hey, that's Xavier Houston with XO Sports. That's uh, Joe Gates behind the gates. I'm Martin Houston, and this is the Martin Houston Show. Remember this? See you tomorrow. Roll tide, everybody. A dedication to last.